0: All right, boys and girls, once again, it's your host, Rafał Matuszewski, on Cut the Shit, Get Fit. This is episode 173. We are getting closer and closer to that 200 mark. Super exciting. And today, we are going solo. And as per requested from one of my Instagram followers, The topic today is gonna be when exercise becomes excessive and goes too far to the right where it becomes a problem, which is pretty interesting and I've seen this happen to some people. But before we get into it, I'm gonna have to do some shout outs to my new top three cities. So to begin, number one, right out of New York. Shout out to everybody in New York City listening to my show. Number two is Philadelphia. Shout out to everyone out there. And number three, Germantown in Tennessee. Shout out to everyone there. And a worthwhile mention all the way in Australia, Grey Stands. Hopefully I said that correctly. And I wanted to mention another city. It's number 13 on the list, but it's pretty sweet. It's Lorenz in France. Shout out to everybody in France listening to my show. That's freaking awesome. All right, so we're going to go over an interesting topic because, you know, for the most part, a lot of people get into fitness and health to improve their health, improve their quality of life. And sometimes what happens is that they get into it Way too much, it takes over their entire life to a point where it affects not only themselves, but everyone around them. And, you know, I've seen this happen with clients, um, stories from other coaches with their clients. And, you know, a typical one I've seen before is, you know, the spouse comes into the gym, has never experienced working out or anything and they discover how amazing it feels to lose weight get fitter challenge themselves and then they want more then they start asking the coach you know what macros are i want to start counting calories and then to get into a point where they become so obsessive that you know when they go out, they're like, oh, I only have 200 more calories to go and I I don't think I can go out for drinks with my friends, so I'm going to stay home and instead eat a lean source of protein so I can hit my macros. And then the friends start thinking that that individual is nuts, that, you know, client or person that's obsessed with their eating and exercise starts, you know, not going to social events and just kind of falling into their own little like shell of a world that only involves them or anyone else similar to them and what usually happens is that the spouse this client if their spouse doesn't follow the same you know life protocol I would call it um, they end up getting separated only because they couldn't find you know a middle ground on fitness and health and this is kind of more of the dark side of the health industry that not a lot of people talk about, but it is a rising issue because fitness and health can get addictive just like anything else. You know, fitness and health makes you feel good. You know, those in, that endorphin like rush and makes you feel good and to a point where you can even overtrain yourself. Like some people get to a point where, you know, they don't love themselves enough and fitness and health and exercise is a way to escape and that escapism leads you down a dark hole where you know you're exercising not one but two times a day because you don't think you know what you ate that day was good enough for your body so you have to burn it all off you know that typical scenario where you go out to eat something bad and well so called bad and you decide to go the next day on a treadmill and run your guts out because you want to burn off all those calories same goes for this individual that's obsessed with exercise they will do the same thing because they think whatever they put in their body is you know doing more harm than good so they're going to do more workouts and they can get to a point where they get so thin and still they're kind of muscular, but they almost become like skinny fat, what that some people call it. And they're literally just like running on fumes. And it's not a pretty, pretty situation. But, you know, anyone listening that knows someone like this or is dealing with this and they're self-aware enough that um, this is an issue, the thing is there's it's a very delicate situation like this is where you'd want to seek out a counselor this is not something that you know i can help fix but the only way is to give yourself some grace you know take a step back for a second and see what happens if you decide not to do a second workout not train 7 days a week and just like anything else in life or anything to do with fitness and health I would reverse engineer this situation and do baby steps you know you have this person training seven days a week sometimes more you know they're super obsessive and we'll use this as a case study and this person is self-aware enough that this is an issue and has you know no idea how to take a step back so Just like anything else, if someone was trying to lose weight and has been struggling, you know, I'm going to have the same approach, you know, look at it as a marathon and not a sprint, take baby steps, you know, really slow things down. So if you're a type of person that counts their calories every single day or it becomes an issue where it's controlling your life and it's deciding whether or not you're going to go to a family dinner, then, you know... Cut it to a point where your first meal of the day, you're not going to track those calories. You don't even look at your phone and that that fitness tracker, that calorie counter, something small like that. Or you, you, let's go even smaller. Like as you're tracking your calories, you decide not to track one food item, and that's it. And what's interesting is like if you actually took the time to look at the research of calories you'll quickly find to realize that you know it can be off from anywhere from 25 to almost 100 calories. So really what you're counting is not really exact. It's just an estimation. And even the macros that you're following that you probably used with a calculator or even your coach's designed for you, again, that's an estimation. It's not specific to you. And if you actually look at it, and say you're following this, the amount of macros that was prescribed to you, after about two to three weeks, your body adapts to that stress, that, um, that structure you've been following, and now you need to change it again. You know, some amazing transformation coaches out there change macros two to three weeks with every single client, and that's why they can see such great results. And if you put all this information together, it's almost like why are you counting in the first place? If you know that you need to hit 2,500, track it a couple times and kind of guesstimate and kind of feel and cue in what your body's telling you if you've eaten enough or too less. So it's a tough topic to digest to dissect and figure out the best approach because everyone's so different it's just like if I was dealing with a client dealing with emotional eating or binge eating there's no right way to overcome it it might be something they deal with for the rest of their life but they'll have some good days compared to bad days and I kind of look at it as you know, if I'm dealing with a client or patient dealing with low back pain, they're going to have good days and bad days. So this individual that's obsessive with exercise and nutrition, they're going to have good days and bad days. And I think what a lot of people miss is celebrating the good days. You know, a lot of people only focus on the negative. And I think that is what a lot of people are missing and need to like focus on, like have a scope like view on the good. Right? So many people focus on a negative. And what's interesting, like this individual dealing with obsessive behavior for health and fitness, I tell this to my pain patients and clients, you know, start a pain journal, right, and a calendar. Write down every day that you've had a flare up in your lower back or whatever injury you're dealing with. And then on those flare ups write down as much Detail and information you can think of that might be the reason why you're experiencing that pain. You know, like how many hours of sleep did you get? What's your stress level at? What did you do for activity that day? Like all these things matter. And then as you track for 30 days, look at how many days you actually had a bad day for pain. A lot of times when I get this um, exercise to be done by my clients and patients, You know, out of 30 days, it's like, oh, I only had nine days where I had really bad pain. Okay, maybe I'm not that bad when it comes to pain. Because a lot of times, you know, you're just dealing with emotions and stress and signals in your body right there and then. You don't look at it long term. So maybe this individual that's dealing with obsessive behavior or even people dealing with binge eating and emotional eating, create a calendar see how many days of the like month that you actually become so obsessive and you might find that it's not as much as you think and then if you're really really bad and you're just starting this journey you know writing everything down is a powerful tool like you don't understand the the power honestly the power of just writing stuff down you know you can visualize it better you can dissect it better you can understand yourself better right like think about everything we do that we write down write notes on like it's all for reference and sometimes just like writing something you'll figure out something about yourself that you never knew and could lead you to the path that will lead you to success so i'm gonna leave it at that hopefully you got something out of it and for all those individuals struggling with Obsessive behaviors, binge eating, emotional eating, or just, you know, are in a rut feeling depressed, remember that the feeling that you're feeling right now is probably the lowest you'll ever be. So anything from this point on will get better. As long as you're self aware enough that you want to put some effort into feeling better, then honestly, you will win, right? Find a support system. You know reach out to people that have gone through the same thing and you can definitely get out of this shell like trapped feeling because it's the worst thing ever i've been there it's not fun but know that there's always a way out as long as there's a will there's a way so i'm going to say this at the end of every single episode Share this podcast with your friends and family. Share it on every single social media platform. Add me on Facebook because a lot of you have been doing so and a lot of you have been surprised that I actually message you and be like, hey, what's up? So go hit the show notes. Click that link for my Facebook page. Add me. Let's be friends and let me help you on your fitness and health journey. And that is it for me. Until next week, you guys.